I remember when I was going home in college, I'd be like, I posted on Facebook, I'm like, I'm going home, let's yeah. hang out. So excited <laughs> to see everyone. Dude, now when I go home, I don't say shit. Like, I don't post <laughs> on Facebook. I like, I tell like four people or five people yeah. that I'm going to be in town. And it's yeah. because I have this dreadful, like, gut fear of running into certain people. Welcome back to I'm the Villain. So today we're going to be talking about living at home. And it's funny because I feel like I know a lot of people who've done that during the pandemic, like either temporarily or more permanently. Um, and we're going to be talking with Candace House. So Candace, why don't you just tell the audience whatever you think they should know about you? Awesome. Hey, everyone. My name is Candace. I am living in North Carolina, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Um, I work for a nonprofit that helps kids get into college. And in my free time, I am a writer, podcaster, and I like to say that I take pictures um, that sometimes come out decent. So yeah, that's me. Tell us about what what you've been going through. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, where do we want to start? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I... So did you move home for the pandemic? I, I wish, right? <laughs> I was already <laughs> home. That's why it was like so crazy. So I yeah. actually moved back home um, like after undergrad. So I graduated 2015. Um, didn't really like know what I was going to do. I was like applying to random jobs. Like I applied to this one job. I thought it was cool. And it was like selling direct TV at Sam's Club. I was like, this isn't it. <laughs> so I was yeah. just, like, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, and like I wasn't, you know, that wasn't like a problem with me. I was like, cool. Like it probably takes you like a year or so to figure things out. And here I am five years later, like <laughs> still in like the parents like basement type of situation. Um, so it's there's like a catch 22. Like for me, I try to tell myself on one hand, like, oh, this is nice. You know, like there's, you know, you don't have like landlords like raining down your neck. Like people understand you like that's nice. Save your money, blah, blah, blah. Like all this stuff we tell people when we're like, this is why I'm at home. But on the flip side of things, it's it's like weird like it's just like having to like for me I think it was more navigating that space of like what does it mean to like be an adult within like your family dynamics like how does that change how does that not change like in what ways like there's what expectations should you have now or like in what ways do you fall back mm -hmm. into like, things? Like am I paying for rent now exactly. or like what's up? Like <laughs> like am I still am I still like taking out the trash or is that like your thing? Like, <laughs> like what's going on? <laughs> so I think like a lot of my like moments of distress have been one trying to like understand that dynamic and also trying to just understand like why am I still here in the first place? Like is that normal? Is it not normal? Like that was kind of weird for me. So what, so talk about the dynamic a little bit. Like, are you paying rent? Are you doing chores? Like, what's up? Do you I, like your parents? <laughs> that's a good question. I actually, yeah, that's a good question. I actually do. So I think that's why it worked. I definitely would not have been here that long, like, if I didn't like them. And, like, I also should, like, preface this by saying, too, like, I'm, like, an only child. So, like, I don't have to worry about, like, fighting with other people over space. I think that made things, like, a little easier. Um, but, yeah, so, like, my thing was... Like, I offer, like, the whole rent situation. My dad's, like, very big on, like, finances and stuff. So he was, like, as long as you're going to be here, he was, like, you need to be saving your money. He's, like, so whatever you're going to pay in rent to us or somebody else or whatever, like, you need to, like, save that or pay loans or do whatever you need to do. 
So, like, that was cool. But there's definitely an expectation, like, yeah, if you're going to be eating, like, you need to be, like, bringing some groceries in here or, like, (laughs) cleaning up and doing those kind of things. And I think, like, it wasn't something where, like, we had a conversation about it. It's something that, like, we talked about once there were, like, a couple of frictions and some things about, like, hey, you haven't vacuumed in a while. Like, do something. Um, So I would definitely say, like, if you're in a situation like that where you're going home and, like, parents house or some other relative or something like that you definitely need to like draw those lines like immediately like what do you expect me to do and so how was that process like do you feel like you kind of figured it out no (laughs) i feel like i'm still (laughs) i feel like i'm still trying to figure things out like because i'm like working and like doing other things a lot of times i just go into like my space and i'm like i'm in my zone i'm working i'm doing those things and it's felt very antisocial to my family it was like you came back here and like we don't see you after breakfast, like what's going on. But like, for me, it's like very important to draw that line and be like, no, like I'm working. Like I can't, I can't be doing both at the same time. Like this is still like my space. Like I'm in my zone, whether it's like my room or whatever. So like, for me, I'm still trying to figure out that dynamic. Cause there's a lot of times I'll just kind of like isolate and be like, no, I'm doing stuff. And it, they're kind of like, yeah, like, where is she? She doesn't like us anymore. <laughs> and that's not it yeah. at all. Yeah. Is that something that you, felt like you needed before you moved home like did you always need your space to kind of do your own thing I did and I think and I think the answer to that is probably as it is with most things it's like yes and no like I definitely was always kind of like my like the type of person that would like crawl up and like read a book or something like that when I was like younger so I always kind of had my own time to myself but not as much just because I think like growing up it was kind of like well what are you all doing and like I wanted to be with my family by the time I like left home and like people started getting on my nerves and stuff I was like I don't need to be around people all day long like I need my space (laughs) so I think that's like definitely a way in which I was a little different or if I was being social for me social was like okay like I love you all like I said like I like my parents but it's like I also have friends too so like even just coming home and being like, yeah, this is my friend. Like, we're going out to, like, a baseball game this weekend or whatever. We're going to the movies. They were cool with it, but it was like, who are these people? We don't know these people. And I'm like, I met these people, like, out in the world. So, like, it was just a weird dynamic of being able to understand. It's like, yeah, like, I have a life that, like, I built. And you aren't necessarily going to know anything about that world because, like, that's my world. You know what I mean? And like, Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think there's this period where you transition from being like, okay, there's a very clear like parent child dynamic Mm -hmm. to being like, oh, we're kind of equals, but I'm also, you're never going to escape that parent child dynamic in certain respects. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, I think for a lot of people, very hard to navigate figuring out what that actually looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like even when I go home, right, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go see a movie but it's weird because i almost feel like i need to be asking to leave the house or something right, you know? right like yeah oh, and i'm like oh wait no i'm gonna go see a movie with my friends and then but you know i'll be out it'll be like two or three a.m i'm like oh i need to be careful when i come back inside like why am right. i scared to come back in the house you know <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly just because it's late yeah no i know exactly what you mean like and you're right like that's i love that word that you use because that's very much i think where you feel stuck sometimes is like that idea of like permission because it's like on your own and like in your own spaces you don't think about it because it's like I'm my own person like whatever but there's a part where I think we just all naturally are trying to um trying to I guess like kind of like respect that space it's like it's kind of not totally my space anymore so it's like but like you said that idea is like should I be asking or is it okay or even just the dynamics I think sometimes like 
you know, I've gotten to a point where it's like living wise, like, okay, we kind of like have that down. But sometimes I think there's just different dynamics of like being older and like you understand like there's certain things like your family's doing that like doesn't make sense anymore. It's like, you know, the way that we talk to each other about X, Y, and Z, like that's actually not right. Like that's kind of something we need to be unlearning here a little bit. And like, where do you cross that line of like saying that's not cool? Or do you just like step back and just Mm -hmm. be like, you know, you're your own person? When do yeah, learning how to check your parents, I still don't know, right? And I I feel like I feel kind of hypocritical in, in that way almost because I'm like talking a big game about being a vocal advocate for things yeah. and like not being afraid to call people out, but like I won't even do it to my own parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, am I trash? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it just makes sense because you're socialized into the totally different relationship with your parents. And like what other people do you have this like authority relationship with? Right. Yeah. Like, I think the the closest other relationship I can think of is that like I kind of have this like for a while I was living with like my landlord and it was like a weird kind of power dynamic there where it's like oh well this is like your house so like you know normally if you're just living a roommate they don't get to like dictate like you know how you treat the space as much in in that Mm -hmm. way and it feels a little weird but like it's like hard mixing those types of like roles with a friendship right or some like level of you know equal peer kind of relationship right yeah no i think you're absolutely right like it's like something that i think about too is because you know and like and it, it depends on the dynamic obviously like we come from like some households where like you know like free speech like is not a thing and then other people <laughs> come from households where it's like oh we respect your ideas and you're an adult now and like hey grab a beer and like it's cool but i feel like even like for like parents and families who do that there's a point when like they draw the line on things like i remember coming back and there was I can't remember what happened, but it was, like, growing up, like, my dad would, like, always tell me things. He would be, like, yeah, like, if you're, um, if you're the last person to, like, use something, you know, make sure you put it back. So I was, I, like, grew up, I'm, like, cool, like, if I was the last person with, like, the soda, like, I'm gonna put it back. And then I got home from school, and he was, like, he said something else, and he was, like, yeah, like, you need to put this stuff away, like, you came home from school, and you're leaving everything on the counter, and I was, like, well, I wasn't the last person to use it. And I could see him, like, kind of being like, oh, like, when did you start to realize <laughs> that, like, yeah. I'm telling you things that don't make sense? And so, like, that was, like, a cause of friction. But it's, like, at the same time, I think you we have to tread lightly. Like, no, you can't be, like, probably running around the house to someone who's, like, letting you stay there and being like, that's wrong, that's wrong. But, like, I think there also has to be, like, a healthy a healthy ability to say like hey like that's not totally like working for me or at least being able to like verbalize in a way where it's like hey i kind of get annoyed or something when x y and z happens because you need to at least open the door to see if that dialogue is even possible or not Mm -hmm. yeah do you feel like living with your parents as an adult has made you any made you feel any closer or not as close to them or is do you feel like that level of sort of relationship with them is a similar level than it was before i think it's actually a similar level honestly i don't really know if it's made me feel any closer just because i just feel like i live here like there's going to be certain things if not more so even now as an adult that i'm like not always going to talk to them about just because like i feel like it's my business so i can't really say like if it's made me feel any closer um i honestly probably feel like 
and this is a weird this might sound weird you all might be like what does this mean like when you think about closer like further relationships I feel like I'm probably a little further away from like the relationship with myself than I was when I was like living on my own just because Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're in the family dynamic there's like you and then there's like who you are within your family and like that becomes really difficult to like you know obviously like separate sometimes so like I think just in terms of like, I still feel like I'm growing in things, but I just feel like I'm doing it still within the context of the family, which is completely different than growing outside of that context, if that makes sense. Yeah. The me within the context of when I go home is so different. Yeah. Than the me of, you know, that. It's like, it's like you on the phone with a customer service agent versus you like with your friends. Like, it's like, there's just like, yeah, Yeah, I think Isabel, I think I've told you about this, but I have. I have like several close friends and even maybe a partner or two yeah. that like when they get on the phone with their parents, yeah. I don't even think they realize it, but they put on a different voice. And their like, voice gets like yeah. higher or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fam, that's not how you talk. Like I know <laughs> right. how you talk. Right. Right. I spend hours and hours upon like upon hours with you. I know how you talk. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> So that's always been a bizarre thing to me, <laughs> but I think right. I do the same thing. I mean, like when I'm home, yeah. I don't like, you know, I don't like raise the pitch of my voice, but I, I think the biggest difference is that I talk a lot less, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm pretty, I'm a pretty exuberant and extroverted person, but when I'm home, I kind of stay quiet, you know, cause I, the, the dynamics just so different. So Candace, do you, do people ever come over and chill with you at the house or do you find, you know, how, what's that dynamic like? Yeah, they do. Um, and there's like a select few like I have like a couple of close friends who are like they're like the friends like you always talk about right so it's like no one can know you without like hearing about this friend at some point so I have a couple of friends like that and so they've like met my parents just at other things before my parents have heard them talk about them so they've actually come like they might come over for like cookouts or something like that they've come and just hung out with me or like my parents were like out doing something we just like you know, hung out in the backyard or they came to my room. My very best friend, um, she actually comes over and stays sometimes. So she like stays in her guest room and she's like awesome. Um, so I definitely have friends who like come over and that's cool. And that's cool because I know that they work in vibe with like my family dynamic too. So it's like, it's cool when they're over, they're like second family. What about dating? Dating, I think is hard and probably anyone will test this hard, right. like almost impossible <laughs> when you're at home. Like that's probably like the hardest thing. And like, I, I haven't really been like a big dating person, probably at least until recently where I've been like, okay, let me like start to be more intentional about this. Um, like coming home from school, like I didn't really care that much, but it's definitely difficult. Like I go on dates and like kind of similar to you said like it's a weird thing like you might be looking and it's like oh like it's 12 30 like I should probably get home now before they think I got kidnapped or something <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. that dynamic is just weird because it's like you know I don't have a space where like they can necessarily come over or like you're thinking about like how late you're staying um but like dating in itself like just going on the date hasn't necessarily been difficult I think if anything it's more so weird because if I'm going out with someone who I kind of, like, just met or something, it's weird. Because, like, I'll always, like, tell whoever is at my house, like, hey, like, just for normal purposes, like, I'm going out at this time with this person. Like, I'll, I should be back here. You know, call me if, you know, I got kidnapped or something. But, like, it's weird because then my mom will be like, well, do you know this person? Like, you didn't meet them online, did you? Like, <laughs> she does that whole thing. And that's kind of, mm-hmm. like, annoying that I wouldn't have to deal with. But You're otherwise... You're like, mom, everyone meets people online. Right. That's literally how people meet each other. Like, 
I'm sorry. Like, it's 2021. You dated mom. And it's like every. It doesn't matter. It's like I'll always have to explain that. It's like no. Like yes, I've checked this person out. Yes, like it's fine. I'm going to a public place. So if they're like catfishing me, it's all good. And then that'll be another conversation about what's catfishing. It's yes. It's yeah. <laughs> I really feel like our parents just get so much more of a pass on being like paranoid people than like, you know, anybody else, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if any of your friends were like, oh shit, like you're gonna get kidnapped, I feel yeah. like we would be like, what? Like this, that's, that's a weird thing to <laughs> assume is just gonna happen. Like I'm what, 26 years old? Like what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I'm not like a child, you know? Exactly. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but like it's so, it's like one of those statistically irrelevant almost you know marginal things yeah right? i mean they're like pretty simple steps you can take to like and minimize your kidnappability you know yeah exactly. and like we all kind of do the things almost so exactly yeah but it's just like the kind of thing where you're like oh like if you went around and lived your life with this level of anxiety all the time you would just be entirely dysfunctional <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like yeah but like that's the thing like obviously like yes we can have anxiety like at all ages and stuff like i have anxiety so it's like i get it but i do think like when you're at home it's like you're you're surrounded by anxieties that you don't have like especially yeah. as a young person that's probably like taking more risk and is like open and trying to like live your life and you're discovering things and it's like your parents have been through things they watch like too many hours of like cnn they've heard about that <laughs> random bad thing that happened that one time right like the um i remember one time and like obviously it was a situation that happened so obviously like it's it was bad but i was trying to explain to my parents that it wasn't like this thing that happens because i guess someone had gotten kidnapped or something but like the girl's family hadn't recognized it for like several days because she was texting them but i guess the kidnapper was texting them and so my mom was like this is why you need to call like and not stop all this texting and i was just like <laughs> i really don't think mm. i really you're don't. like what i'm not gonna call you mom like what do i gotta say to you right. mm-hmm. <laughs> what's yeah. the conversation so um so yeah i think you're like you make a very good point. Like, I think all of those, like, anxieties and things like that, those are, like, the annoying parts of it. Like, if you have, and then again, that's if you have, like, you know, those kind of, like, family members. Like, I, I know friends who are at home and, like, their their people don't care, like, where they are. Like, they could be gone for mm-hmm. days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> they haven't even talked to them. So, you know, for some people, they may not have that situation. So, are your parents social people like do they have friends or they hang out with or are they kind of mm. chilling in the house they are or at work they are chilling the house people yes when they're not at work <laughs> definitely like they they have friends like my mom has like a very core group of friends she like calls them regularly but they all like are busy and live out of state so like she's not like doing social events like on her own um my dad is actually a fairly social person, I would say. Um, like, he's the kind of person like can walk up the street and, like, knows everybody and that kind of thing. Um, but just, like, in general, either individually or as a couple, they don't necessarily make an effort to be like, oh, like, we're going out and, like, chilling with these people or, like, eating with our friends or something. Like, no, they're pretty much, for the most part, like, you know, doing things together, like, themselves. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like... I think that can be like I think all of those things are like little factors like even if you're thinking about like you know is this gonna work for me like I'm trying to like stay at home or I'm thinking about it like all of those little things I think matter because like if your parents are out and they're social and they've got like you know a full calendar every weekend or whatever 
they're probably less likely to be caught up in like what you're doing or how like long you were gone or something like that. But if they're right. like at home and they're just like, you know, doing their own thing, it's like, oh yeah, like where you're going or like who was that outside on the porch or like that kind of right. thing. <laughs> yeah. So I feel yeah. like that has a lot to do with then what their mentality is about like, you know, whether they're excited for you to come back and live at home or whether they're like, oh, like thank God finally the nest is empty. I can go like, you know, have a life and like, you know, hang out with my friends and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for in that regard, like they probably don't feel like I'm cramping their style at all. So therefore, it's just like yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> yeah. Is your optimum like would your optimum living situation be alone? Yes, definitely. Like even, and that's probably one of the biggest things I've looked at because like I I honestly like pandemic aside could have like moved out several times but I definitely would have had to at least with my current job I would have to get a roommate like based on where I live now at least like in like the Raleigh Durham area because everything like Google and Apple are coming and rent is just going straight up with yeah, them. Going so, straight up. Um and yeah, so that would not be my ideal situation. Like I could I could stretch living on my own like in a certain place right now, but it would be difficult. So like I probably my goal would be to get another job, try to get like a little bit of a salary increase and then be on my own. Um, just because like, if I if I move out, like I wanna be out and I wanna be on my own. I don't wanna be sharing a kitchen. I don't wanna be like worried about like, hey, you have a guest, can I have a guest or anything like that. Like I just wanna be um, just like independent completely. Um, do you Do you have any like opinions on whether you wanna have children yourself? Yes, I definitely wanna have kids like, um, and, like, I don't want to have them anytime soon. Like, I'm, I like, like, not having to, like, run after any little rugrats or anything like that. But <laughs> I definitely want to have probably, like, two or three eventually. Gender, I feel like I've never even asked you this question. What were you like as a kid? As a child, I was very yeah. meek. I was very, oh, really? like, shy. Yeah. I, I imagine kind of the opposite of who I am now. And that's what I was yeah. as a kid. I, like, was very very afraid of everything and i think this is actually relevant to what we've been talking about because i so i was raised by my grandparents and they were very very well specifically my grandmother was very just like skittish and and like and like she wasn't afraid of the world she was just like very 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 cautious and watched the news all the time and was just very doubted into all the bad shit that was happening and so she wasn't I don't I don't think she herself was afraid. She was afraid that something was going to happen to me. And that like and I think that like really had a direct reflection on the way that I was as a kid. I was like afraid of thunderstorms because my grandma told me that like sometimes when thunderstorms come, trees fall down or like tornadoes come and like, you know, I was just like very visceral viscerally aware as a child of all the bad shit that could happen to me. And so I was just very shy, very afraid. I had I never had more than like I had one friend, like one best friend in elementary school. And sometimes that person rotated out, but I didn't really have more. I didn't become like, you know, less I didn't become like the sort of like extroverted, like more social person that you see today before you um, (laughs) until probably like late middle school. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a pretty like cognizant choice. I was like, I can't be the way that i am and function in society i have to like just like fake it so i started faking it yeah i feel like you kind of organically fall into a personality as a kid and then you like realize at a certain point like oh like i need to really kind of like 
rejigger this whole thing because it's just everything has just like you know come about and we're not necessarily intentional choices and i feel yeah. like for me my, my kind of like reinvention of self was in high school and i feel like it's very reinvigorating to be able to go into a new context and just define who you are and be given that opportunity as a kid or like yeah. at any point in your life you know yeah i don't think that I think that a lot of kids just aren't armed with the skills necessary to be able to recognize that opportunity, unfortunately, you know, like, yeah. I don't think that my grandparents, you know, I mean, they, to be clear, they both had cancer and, you know, died at various points in my childhood. But, you know, I don't think that like, I, I don't think I really understood like the, wow, you have this breadth of opportunity before you and like, you can go out and do whatever you want. And I didn't, I didn't really live in, I was, like I said, I was a pretty like recluse kid. So there were kids in my neighborhood, but there weren't a ton and most of them were older than me. So I wasn't really like the kid that was going out and playing with people, you know, like I didn't, I didn't feel like I had that sort of breath of opportunity. And so I just kind of like took it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't even think it's just a parenting thing. I think it's also just like, you know, a product of our general uh, environment when you're growing up is that, you just don't uh, like you see what what like what role models do you see of like how to become a person, right? I feel like you probably just like see it on TV, yeah, yeah, or like your friends or whatever. And it's I feel like there's like a, a certain like formula that you go through where you're trying to like be like okay, like okay, like what's my thing gonna be? You know, when you're in like middle school or something, and then eventually you kind of like you know go through these iterations of shedding that, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. like I think like families and society honestly if anything i think that maybe like the newer generations might be better just because like they're growing up with like literally like on like getting like the therapy lessons on tiktok and like instagram yeah. stuff about like how to advocate for yourself blah 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 but it's like yeah. typically especially like for us and prior generations like you don't you don't hear that like you don't you don't really like know how to like reinvent yourself like as you said or like stand up for yourself in certain situations like you said you're kind of like obviously we're all products of our environment but it's like it kind of takes like growing up and like making that conscious effort to understand it's like sometimes that can happen like a lot later in life than it needed to just because you don't learn those that's not something like families teach you schools definitely aren't teaching you like there's no <laughs> way <laughs> there's no way to really like understand like how do you how do you like change different like sides of you that you want to do or how do you just like explore enough to like see what your personality is like outside of your environment like that's something that's like really really difficult like you can only learn that by like trial and error candace are you living so you said you lived in ohio as a child yeah so that i'm guessing you're not living in the house that you grew up in correct yeah we um like the house that i grew up in like when i think about my childhood and i think about that house like i was in that house like the majority of time that I lived in Ohio. And then when we left that house, we actually moved like a bunch of different times. We moved like almost every year for about five years until we finally got to like the house that we're in now. So like there was a little period where we were like always moving. So like I didn't like meet like a ton of like kids or anything in between that, that time. It was just kind of like moving different places. And then this is this house that we live in now. I think we moved here when... I was in high school was I maybe like 15 or 16 so like yeah that was when we so I actually was I think I was only in this house maybe two years before I left so most of my experience actually being in this house was once I came back I wasn't here very long before got it I feel like that might help you know 
That probably does. Yeah, exactly. I never thought about that, but true. Like, I don't, I don't come to this house and it's like, oh yeah, like I used to watch cartoons over there. <laughs> like, no. yeah, you know, like this used to be, yeah, where I was put in timeout or whatever. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I would probably feel more more annoyed or like bothered by being home if that was the case for sure, just because that would that's like a huge mental aspect. But yeah, the fact that this was kind of like a new place, it kind of makes it feel a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I went to boarding school. And so I feel like a lot of people I know have this sense of like going home as like being haunted by your like, you know, earlier self and like, you know, knowing the kids you knew in middle school is like a deeply shameful thing to have happen. You know, (laughs) I honestly kind of feel that way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. When I go home, I, I remember when I was going home in college, I'd be like, I posted on Facebook, I'm like, I'm going home. Let's hang out. So excited to see everyone. Dude, now when I go home, I don't say shit. Like, I don't post on Facebook. I, like, I tell, like, four people or five people that I'm going to be in town. And it's because I have this dreadful, like, gut fear of running into certain people, you know, that, Mm -hmm. like, that, yeah, similarly, like, I feel haunted by. Right. You know? Do you have, like, a... Like a cutoff for yourself? Are you like, I am not staying here more than like four days or like, do yes, you like a I do. My, my, my optimum I found is two nights, three days with okay. like one of those days being I'm primarily out and seeing old friends. That's like my, my optimum amount of time when I'm in Fayetteville. Um, and I found that when we go longer than that, you know, like, I start feeling like real, real despaired about not like actually getting to be myself and all these things. Um, shorter than that is fine too, but I think it's like up to two nights, three days. And I think that specifically applies to like staying in my house, you know, yeah. staying in like my, my childhood house. Um, I think if I, I've never done this, yeah. I think maybe if I went back home and stayed in like an Airbnb or something, maybe that would extend it you know but i think it's specifically sort of the role that we've been talking about throughout this whole episode of like you know navigating being around your parents as an adult Mm -hmm. that just wears on me after longer Mm -hmm. than three days you know yeah yeah what what about you isabel do you have any kind of limit like that yeah definitely i mean I, i don't i don't really personally like to go home for too long either i don't have like a specific thing like you do um but it definitely just I don't know like they live in also a very secluded place which I don't like I really like being in a city and like you know feeling surrounded by energy and and stuff like that you know um but it's it's just so I'm just so interesting to me to think about like you know it is kind of it is kind of like a a raw deal for parents because like you know going through the process of becoming a parent I feel like is this like oh you know like I'm going to inextricably kind of like tie myself and my identity to like this other person my child right and like this like you know tearing away I can see as just being such a like you know undoing of that in a way that just I'm sure feels bad for a lot of parents and is like you know a hard a hard thing to try to deal with like I remember my uh my boyfriend's mom like when her when you know his younger sister like went off to college was like I can't believe I like can just go to the store now and just get whatever I want to eat you know (laughs) (laughs) like I've never done that basically (laughs) like for the last however many 20 plus years you know yeah damn (laughs) yeah 
Is that wild? Yeah. yeah. That's a scary thought, actually. Like, and then she's like, do I even know? Like, what do I like to eat? Like, what do yeah. I like about myself? Like, what do yes. I want to do? Yes. Like, what What would I do without having to think about anyone else? Like, yeah, that's that's a crazy thought. Yeah. So do you have any, like, advice to people? Because I feel like this is kind of, uh, like, living at home is something that a lot of people in our generation can kind of grapple with. And so I'm just curious if you have any, like, you know, reflections on or advice around that experience for other people who might be going through that yeah definitely I think that I'll probably break it down to like three or four things like I'll I'll make it simple so like one is obviously the first thing of like being boundaries like it's it's not an easy conversation it may not even be like one when I say conversation like it's not like okay we're sitting at the table at five o'clock and everything's getting handled like it might be a series of conversations but like going into it very early like you need to understand like what is going to help you to feel like complete and at peace in that space and like same thing for like your parents or whoever you're living with so it's really important like to have those expectations there just to like you know minimize like conflict so I think like that's really important I also think it's really important to remember like there's way more people living at home than what you think. Cause I remember coming back and I was just like, yeah, I'm like the only person I know who's doing this. Like, <laughs> dang. And then like, I realized like a whole bunch of other people, whether it was yeah, like a year it's definitely or not whatever. True. Exactly. So like, yeah, if you're having a moment and you feel like, man, like, let me, let me not tell anybody what's going on. Like there's way more people than you realize. Um, and then I think like my, probably what's the most important piece of advice is like, maintain like your peace like you need your outlet of like who you are kind of like we talked about like having like who we are like around our family who we are when we're not like you need a space where like you don't have to relinquish that so even if it's not in your house even if it's like you're getting brunch every weekend or there's like a friend who you like visit or whatever it is like make sure there's a space where like you get that outlet of being exactly who you are you don't have to like worry about being a certain way around like your parents or your family or something like that like that's essential like whether you're living at home six months or six years or whatever like you need that space where like you're still growing you're who you are like in the midst of it so like that would be probably like the most important thing i think Candice, thank you so much for sitting down with us. I Yeah, I think that Isabel touched on this at the, at the top of the episode, but you kind of like beat the wave of people moving back home. So it's yeah. good to get this OG perspective, right? <laughs> Definitely. And yeah, I thank you all so much for, um, yeah, for letting me come and, and ran rave about my time at home. This was, this was <laughs> lots of fun and, and hopefully it helped someone. Yeah, for sure. Um so the ending question for today is um now that the world is like kind of opening up again you know the delta variant is impending and whatever we might close down again but um have you done anything that was like super cathartic or super dope and if not is there anything you're like looking forward to doing yes so i am going to the beach like i have like three more weeks left um and so yeah I'm excited to like just get away and like be around nature like be away from people and work and like not have to wear my mask and all of this stuff um and I feel like it's gonna be like a nice a nice reset for me of just kind of like 
reflecting on like everything that's happened the past year and like you know looking ahead to like what do i what do i want the end of like this year and like going forward to be okay so is there anything you want to plug before we get out of here i guess just to say that sometimes i have like really kind of dope tweets so if you ever want to like <laughs> laugh at my craziness especially anything i tweet probably after like 11 p.m um you can follow me on twitter at aces joy so it's a-c-e-i-s-j-o-y and as always you can find us at i'm the villain pod that's our twitter that's our gmail and that's our instagram otherwise Bye.